Welcome to the Elite Sales Podcast, brought to you by Family First Life Elite. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. Now let's get into the show. Thanks for joining us this week on the Elite Sales Podcast. I'm very honored this week to be joined by special guest and integrity partner, uh, someone that's been around, you've been around from the beginning, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. We have, we have from the time the FFL started eight years ago, we have Dominique Rogers in the house. Thanks Appreciate for, you. Thanks for having me, man. It's uh, beautiful. Absolutely. And we also have uh, Jay Leone joining us here, you know, from FFL Elite. So happy to have both you gentlemen on. So I uh, just want, wanted to uh, have both of you guys on because obviously we're always trying to learn. We're always trying to, you know, gain different perspectives and, you know, you've hit the integrity deal. Yeah. You're, you're, you're in a great position. Uh, you've, you, you've worked hard, you've earned it. So how did, for the people that don't know you, how did, how did you get started with FFL and oh, this insurance career? Well, first man, thanks for, thanks for having me. What am I supposed to be looking at? Does it matter? Just looking at you. All right. I'll just talk. Um, so this business kind of came to me, Albert, on just on some fluke type stuff. Like, um, and you say, I say fluke, but I, I just think, you know, I'm not trying to preach to nobody, but everything happens for a reason. And then God had a plan when I was 23 to my, I played baseball growing up. So the center fielder at NC state um, was selling life insurance during the off season. So he signed in the fifth round for like 300, $400,000. And during the off season, or hey, he was like, well, what if baseball doesn't work out? I'm going to sell some insurance. I'm like, <laughs> what like dude you just signed for 300 grand we're 22 23 like what are you thinking like i'm not i'm i, will, I wouldn't even entertain anything else and um and at that time in my life i was just doing my fifth year of school um or actually my fourth year i'd take a year off at some things happened medically wise when i was 19 so i was finishing school and um when i saw him doing that i was like well i don't have any other plans i should try it you know and he hooked me up with sean Talked to Sean immediately after I talked to Sean. I knew nothing more about the industry, but I definitely knew I wanted to do it. <laughs> and that's the truth. Like, if you ask me, like, how, what are the leads or how much were the leads or what comp is it or how does like, you know, what's a typical day look like for an I, I wouldn't have known the answer, but I was excited as hell to like just do something that was a part of a team. And all he talked to me about was like how what I've done in my life thus far, which was just baseball would allow me to succeed in business. So he just gave me a bunch of parallels of failure and what that looks like in baseball and what that would look like in business and not just insurance, just business in general. And um, those things I attached to, I said, you know, why not? I maybe believe I can do it. I believed I could play in the big leagues when there's like a 0.00091% shot that I could do it, but I believed it, dude. So like, it wasn't hard for me to believe that I could do something if it was presented to me appropriately, you know, and, um, and simple. I think sometimes we hear appropriately or talk about the business the right way or how to recruit. I'm like, dude, all we did was talk about baseball, but when you're talking to the right people, you don't have to talk about a lot of other stuff, you know, and that person may not be your person. So that's how I got into it, man. Just my buddy was selling and I was, why not? So when you talked to Sean, was that like a group setting or is it when a no, he just called me? He just called my phone, dude. Uh, Marcus went to a uh, business opportunity meeting like we're having tonight. He, he, he responded to a Craigslist ad. Okay. The Craigslist ad said athletic and military background preferred $100,000 a year uh, potential. Send your resume. That's all the ad said. All right. Marcus sent his resume in because on his resume, there was nothing but baseball. And 
He was like, shoot, hundred grand sounds good. Pretty much it. You know, he never had a job. And so he sent his resume in and then uh, Sean's, uh, he didn't talk to Sean. He talked to his assistant at the time. Her name was Christy, Christy Kleeman. All right. I'll never forget this. All right. <laughs> she, Christy called Marcus and told him to go to a meeting. Like we're having tonight. Marcus showed up to the meeting. Sean's there. Sean goes, hey, come sit in the front. Marcus sits in the front. By the end of the meeting, Marcus, Marcus is about to run through a wall. And Sean goes, well, who else do you know that needs something like this? And he goes and listed off like three or four guys. I was one of them. Next day, Sean gave me, next morning, Sean gives me a call. And that was it. So, the, but without these meetings, um, I don't know. Oh, well, I can't say I know, but Marcus always says, dude, if I wouldn't have seen him face to face, if I wouldn't have been able to, for the first time, because he didn't talk to Christy about anything other than here's the location to the meeting. Here's your, who's, who's who you're going to meet. I think if she would have talked to him about insurance or that it was leads and sales, I don't know if he, how jacked up he would have been yep. about going to the meeting. Right. Just to be honest with you. So it was like, it, it's kind of coming full circle with how we're getting back to it. But um, yeah, that's how I felt on the Craigslist to opportunity meeting. So, I mean, if, um, if your buddy Marcus didn't refer you, if, if some random guy called you, like Sean called you, like, would you be a little bit more skeptical? A hundred percent. I would see Marcus was open. Marcus wouldn't have been. But Marcus was the guy looking at Craigslist. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, he was the guy looking at Craigslist at 23. Yeah. I, no shot. You know, but that was even more reason for me just to go, dude, you got to do it. Because this guy is set in your eyes, playing pro ball, right. doing this during the offseason as extra income. And here I am broke as a joke <laughs> in college. Like, it was a big smack. And so I didn't really have to understand it to know if it's good, for, if it's good enough for him, it's definitely good enough for right, me. Right. You know? So, I mean, you didn't have a backup plan. You were just no. set up going into the majors and yeah. came into your... Well, I, I, the majors was done, dude. I was 19. I got diagnosed with cancer. And after that, I kind of knew that I wasn't going to go play pro ball. I was drafted out of high school, drafted again out of my junior college. And um, at 19, that's just put a... Your stock goes down. Right. You know, John Lester is... The, he was the pitcher... Um, with the, uh, the with the Red, Red Sox, Sox. Yeah. he had cancer. Yep. All right. Well, he was already signed for millions of dollars, so it was like, yeah, Lester, let's come back. And you know what I mean? Because like, dude, they invested in him already. Yeah. Dude, if Lester didn't already sign a deal, I'm sorry, dude. I'm rooting for you to get through cancer, but bro, like, they really don't care. Yeah. Because you're not. There's no value to them at that point. You know what I mean? Like, they're not on the hook. So I realized that, man, like, this is a business now. Like, they're not playing. The Blue Jays were like, nah, you're good. Miami, I signed to Miami. Um, they were giving me a 50% scholarship. And the baseball world, if you know anything, they only get, like, 11.5 scholarships to give out for the whole, for 50 guys. So, like, there's guys who get, like, 10%, 15%. There's a lot of that. Good guys. There's good players who get no scholarships at all. But then you got football team who has, like, 100 guys and everybody gets scholarships. Why, why is that? Baseball, man. Baseball money. Football gets money. Basketball gets money. But they can afford it, though. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Just like kids, like now they're getting paid now because the player likeness. Good for things, them. You know, yeah. so, but it's, uh, I was getting 50% to go to Miami and which was a, a, a big deal in my life. And, you know, it, it would have helped out a lot. And uh, Miami, they have to honor the scholarship, but they also said, hey, <laughs> um, just so you know, it's like a client if they called you up and was like, hey, dude, just so you know, I did feel I filled out that form, but dude, my house just burned down. I lost my job. 
And um, yeah, you can come out here. I'll be here. <laughs> but I ain't got nothing. And they FaceTimed you and showed you the house, right? <laughs> and you said, I'm gonna go make the sale. Yeah. Right? right? That's kind of what Miami did to me. Yeah. They said like, hey dude, like once a hurricane, always a hurricane. You got your scholarship because we can't take it away from you. You signed the deal. But we're more than happy to give you a release. And I was so upset at the time, dude, at them. Like, why are you doing this to me? But, dude, that was the biggest blessing for them. They weren't concerned. And I saw so many life lessons with that, Jorge. It's like, you can't. Jim Morris, the head coach at Miami, he wasn't afraid. He knew my story. He knew I had cancer. He knew this. He, he could have been, I guess at the time, you would say compassionate. You know, like, man, kid just went through cancer. I don't want to hit him with this one. Now nah, let's just have him come out here and just whatever. But I thank him. And I wish one day I will be able to find him and shake his hand and say, you know, thank you. Because that was a moment for me to go, you know what? He risked. I know he didn't. Nobody felt good about that. Who felt good about making that call to me? Who felt good about making that call? But I didn't think about that at the time. I was so angry. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, ah. And the only reason I went to NC State <laughs> is purely because they're in the ACC and they played Miami. That's how really? pissed off I was. That's what it was. <laughs> like California to Miami makes sense, right? You're like, dude, it's Miami, right? Yeah, sun to right. sun. California to Raleigh, North Carolina. Dude, you must have something going on. Like, do you have a you have an agenda, dude? Why in the hell did you end up in Raleigh? <laughs> yeah, I had an agenda. I just wanted to play Miami, and you know, we did, and it was good, you know. But it was, it was a. It was a lot to learn through that track of baseball and thinking you're going to go pro and then really having to reset and go, you know what, I'm going to give division one baseball or college baseball all I got. Cause I went to junior college purely to get drafted. I think I could have went to D one to go play football. Um, academically, I, I, I wouldn't have been in the greatest, like, I don't know. I could have went to a four year. I didn't have to go to community college, but I went to community college purely to get drafted and go play ball. So cancer let me know that, dude, maybe you should take school seriously because <laughs> you can, you know what I mean? And so when I went to NC State, it became a lot more real for me to like, dude, make friends, meet people, you know, don't just be so I'm going to go pro. Yep. So it made my years at NC State, not like my peers, because my peers, they didn't have that type of adversity, which good for them. I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. They still had the dream. Like my buddy Marcus still had the dream, which was it was so crazy that he was even looking into insurance because I was like, dude, you're at the pinnacle of like, dude, I would have retired. OK, like, <laughs> you kidding me? You know, so I would have been like the agent who writes, you know, 10 grand in a week and then, you know, takes three, three, three weeks off and goes, man, what happened? I'm like, I don't know, dude, I was like, I paid more in one week than I did in, you know, three months. You know, but that's that's not that wasn't him, you know, so that's that's how I got started, dude. And that's one call from Sean. I was. I was in, and what's funny is I wasn't your ideal, like, get through class in a week. You dragged it out. Oh, God. Marcus was your guy, okay? <laughs> he looked good, smelled good. He'd show up to the meeting. Like, I showed up to the meeting in sweatpants and a hat. Sean was like, what are you doing? I was like, I thought we were just, like, what are we doing? He goes, dude, it's a business. <laughs> like, you don't have a suit? <laughs> I was like, oh, I got church clothes, dude. I don't know if I got a suit. You know what I mean? Like, I got like, I got to get a suit. You know, he's like, dude, you should get a suit. All right. So I didn't know what we were getting into, you know, and seeing the seeing this business just grow and change over time um, and seeing the new folks come in, it just really lets you know that like this thing, it's, nothing has changed that much, dude. 
you know, we have apps and stuff now. You paid faster. There's a lot of leads, like all that stuff. It's all for the better. But the core of it is going out there and serving, doing, and helping people. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's it. And if you can do that, then and deal with sucking like I did in baseball. I dealt with sucking a lot. I struck out a lot. You know, I had a lot of strikeouts. But I didn't care. You know, but also got a lot of hits. Yeah. And a lot of hits is relative in baseball. Like people are like, I sold a lot. Like, dude, you didn't sell more than you did sell. So how's that a lot? Well, it's a lot relative to, you know, what people think failure is, you know, and I like in baseball, you can go three out of 10 or 30 out of a hundred. Nobody remembers all the strikeouts you had in those other 70 at bats. You know, they don't, you just get, get a few hits, dude. You're going to hall of fame. So. Well, I mean, I know from a lot of the trainings and Sean, Sean always shares about it. You and him have a special relationship. You know, he's, you've mentioned him as a mentor. Yeah. And uh, so he, he's obviously a very hard coach, which is, you know, it fits his personality, fits his style. Like what's a misunderstood thing about him? I think that um, you got to know. And one thing I didn't, I, I found out, right. Cause early on you got to know if people really want you to win, yep. you know, and I just saw how hard he worked regardless of anything that I did or didn't do, you know? Um, so I think that if you don't know him, get to know him. Cause if you don't know him, he ain't, he's not going to go out of his way to get to know you. Does that make sense? And I think that, and that's even earlier, that's not a, I'm a CEO thing. That's a, he's in love with his business, not the people in it. So you got to get in the way. <laughs> You know what I mean? You got to, you got to get in the way. Cause he's going to do it. Like, and I say that because this is a good question, dude, because I mean, thinking I'm the only person who was working with him at, at a previous deal that is still with him today outside of Mike Sizer. And he's, he's in the corporate office. So, you know, and he has some staff that was as precious was around, but we go from, but we hold on to people so long, try to get them to do stuff. And he always said, fall in love with your business, not the people in it. They will change. You want them to change? No. He goes, but you got to keep it moving. You know, and if I got, you know, I look at my business, I go, dude, I got people that I've been trying to drag for five, six years. You know, and it's like, why? You know, he's never tried to drag me. I just wanted to come along. And I think he just keeps riding and finds the people that want to just come along. You know, so I think that, um, if you don't know, then you got to get to know. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing. I don't think he's misunderstood, could be misunderstood because you don't know him. Right. And you're waiting for something to come to you. And it's like, that ain't, ain't going to happen. Ask the questions on that Q&A on Saturdays. How do you get noticed? Ask questions on that. Ask like consistently, not just one. Hey, I asked one. Like, no, every week. <laughs> like, man, Jocelyn's asking questions every week. Who is she? Who does she work with? Oh, she works with Albert. How much she? Really? Nice, dude. Like, what can I do to help get on the radar? You know what I mean? But that's how like little things like that, um, being at all the, me not, not all the meetings, but being at the meetings, supporting the BDMs, hosting a, B, a, a business opportunity meeting, do those things um, for the team. He's a big team guy. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So you do things for the team that, you know, I see like Jack, you dude, big team guy. You know what I mean? He's all over the country right now. He's selling, doing his thing, tell in person, but for Trey Honeycutt, big team guy. You know what I mean? It's like you see people like there's some talented individuals that don't have that team 
thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, and there's not some some not not so talented people that got yeah. the team thing, and they move and they're they're excelling. You know, so. Um, but yeah, I think. Well, I asked that question because you know he, Sean, Sean's like he you know he works extremely hard. Mm-hmm. I got a ton of respect for him. You know, but he you know he laid into me a couple of times <laughs> with with us. Yeah. Like he, he like laid into us, and like for me. I don't ever take it personally because you're right. I know how much he wants everybody to win. And like, it's not, it's not the way that everybody communicates because he feels so strongly convicted about how he views things. Right. You know, but he came, he came to one of our, our recent LA sales conferences. He didn't have, he, he, he wasn't the most positive things. I mean, but you know, he, he, uh, he apologized for it later. It's not, it had nothing to do with the fact that he wanted to, to be negative. It's just, he wanted us to win, but he expressed it in a very, with a lot of, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe frustration. How, like, how did, how did you see it? Yeah. I mean, it, it came off a little strong for yeah. sure. No. Yeah. But I, 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 had a, I could see the passion he has for yeah. it, you know, and he really wants us to to grow, and he gets frustrated when he's not getting through us. I guess. Yeah. It's kind of how it came off a little bit. But at the end of the day, I was like, man, this guy's very passionate about this. I saw it in in, in a good way after yeah. after I reflected on it. And it was pretty cool that we're sitting with him and, uh, you know, what was it like months later? Yep. And he still was like, Hey, you know what, man? Like I messed up, but it just, like, damn, he was thinking about that the whole time. Like, yeah. Cause that wasn't something y'all didn't bring it up or anything no, like no, that. We didn't bring just, it up at all. We were right. Just, he brought it up and you know, he, he wanted to know our opinion. And I was like, man, that's, that's, that's cool. This guy really cares. He's human. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that one thing is this always, dude, he's like, big, dude, I made mistakes. You know what I mean? My wife, dude, just to be honest with you guys, like what I, my wife, we've been married now five years together, like just over seven. And when I met her, um, we had an event in Atlanta. All right. We went to the event. I brought her. I was just so excited. I just had a girl. Dude. Like, oh, it's my new girl. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, so she's coming to the event. We flew from San Francisco to Atlanta. She was just exhausted. You know, I mean, she was tired, but then I was like, still like, no, come to the meeting with me. I don't know why. I was like, should just stay in the room. But I was just so excited to have a girl. So I was like, come to the meeting, right? <laughs> so we go to the we go to the uh, meeting, and it's like a little meeting with Sean and a few. There's like 10, 15 of us, right? Um, and we're sitting there, and my my my, my wife Erica, or a girl at the time, she's just like not interested. She's tired. She's like. Uh, after like Sean comes up to me, what's her deal? <laughs> I go, Joe's so like, what do you mean, dude? The hell, she looked like that for? Like, like what? Like she didn't want to be here. I don't know, dude. She's tired. We just flew four and a half, five hours. And we probably had a layover. It wasn't even direct back then. We were broke, so I was like, no, we definitely had a layover. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was a long day, you know. And um, and uh, and he was just like, like he was just like, you know, like. Dude, she ain't the one, basically, yeah. right? And I was just like, that was a time in my life where I was like, dude, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna listen, right? Like, I didn't say anything. I was like, whatever. And then, dude, it was literally four years later. Okay, four years later, um, we're married. Maybe three years later, we're married now, and we're somewhere. Me and him never talked. Had this conversation. It's kind of like similar to what you guys right. had, right? And then he goes. Hey, dude. And she wasn't around. It wasn't like she prompted him to say it. It wasn't nothing like that. It was just we were just somewhere at a meeting. He goes, hey, dude. I was wrong about that. And I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, dude, your wife's awesome. You know what I mean? 
I just read her and I just want trying to protect you, dude. I didn't know what she wanted or, you know what I mean? But, you know, just know that like I, I was definitely wrong with that. And I think she's great. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it's just, you know, it, it, it can come off to, cause it was very strong. dude. Right. I was so in love. I was like, dude, lucky I know him. Right. I knew him at that point. I was like, Oh, chill out, dude. This is my, <laughs> this is my butterfly right here, dude. Like she's a little tired. Let her, let, let her live, you know? But, uh, but yeah, he, he definitely reflects. He definitely thinks a lot. He's a thinking man. And he thinks about how, how am I, not did I offend him, but what could I have done differently? That right. makes sense. Yeah. And cause he's not afraid to offend. He's not. You know what I mean? But <laughs> if it does happen, he is cognizant of it. And, you know, just always trying to find and that. I think that's one thing that we can all learn though, is yeah. um, you probably, we have different levels that we deal with it with our agents that they hear different things than what we really mean. Right. I have a really hard time with my heart matching up with my mouth. You know what I mean? My heart, mouth, and my, my, and my mind all coming together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because sometimes you get so excited or, you know, you're, you don't give enough excitement or, um, but you really mean it. You know what yeah. I mean? And I see it with my kids a lot. A lot of, with your kids, you start seeing like, you know, they know when you're, when you're half-assed and playing with them. You know what I mean? You got kids? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How old are they? I have a, a one-year-old and a 12-year-old. Okay, so yeah, you've been through it all. All right, so I got four and a two. All right, you got some nieces and nephews, right? Nieces and nephews. Okay, yeah. But they know, like, when you're not really playing. Right. Does that make sense? Like, when they're like, hey, dude, like, really? Like, you're, you're just kind of just kind of <laughs> going through it, you know? So same thing with, with, with agents. You know, same thing as you're building your business. Are you really going through it? Or are you enjoying it? Right. You know? Well, and that's why relationships is such an important thing, too, because you can't be defined on just one interaction. Yeah. Cause sometimes, yeah, sometimes you might be having a bad day. Might say maybe something comes out wrong or, you know, maybe, maybe you're, you're nice a couple of times and then just people just think you're nice when you're not, you're not that type of person. So, I mean, right. you gotta get, you understand people are people. I you know, just got, but you're right. I mean, if, if someone wants you to win, I mean, those are the people you stick with no matter, no matter how it comes across sometimes at the bottom, at the end of the day, if they want you to win, they want you to win. Yeah. Could you imagine just working with somebody who never offends you? but you don't grow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like they, you never get it. They're awesome. We're best friends, but you're not like excelling. Right. You know, that's a slow, painful day. Like that's, but there's a lot <laughs> of folks who are in that position. You know what I mean? Like they're like, they're, they, they never offend anybody. They never, they, they play it so safe and they put the relation, the, the cohesiveness of the relationship before everything when really the cohesiveness of the relationship is, are they taking care of their family? Right. Are they profitable? Are they making money? You know, and Sean, that's always on the forefront of everything that, I remember the first year, 365 days in a year, I bet you, it probably asked me twice, so I'm gonna just say 365 times, he asked me how much you get paid today. Wow. Legit. Like, hey, what's going on, dude? Did you get paid today? Oh, you didn't? Oh, you know they pay every day. <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like just, but like, but, but, but then at first I was like, dude, what the hell? But it was about me. Right. It wasn't about him. Right, right. Cause if it was about him. He wouldn't care. He could override over here, over here. He don't know where, you know what I mean? Like it didn't matter, but he's, how much did I get paid? And then it made me realize, dude, I need to care as much about me getting paid every day as he does. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you got to appropriately challenge people. And he know he definitely knows how to do that because sometimes you're like, hey man, why is he being so hard on me and whatnot? But it's it's like he doesn't need to because he's still gonna he's still gonna be fine with or without you. Correct. Right. So Correct. That, we should we should look we should look at that as an opportunity for us to take from it, learn from it. What can we do to change? Yeah. Why is why is this person challenging me this way? 
right? Well, so so speaking of which, I mean, so after you met Sean, you decided to come on board. Mm-hmm. Like, what were your initial ex- expectations when you got into insurance? Like, what were you going to do with this career? <sighs> make five hundred. They told me I can make five hundred bucks a pop. That was the thing. It's five hundred bucks a pop, and um, that was it. I just wanted to. My rent was it, it was eight hundred dollar rent. I paid half of it at a dog cell phone hundred bucks. Yeah, I didn't have like really any like thing major that I was into. Do you know I mean I wanted to buy some shoes every now and again? Um, I didn't need much, honestly. I just really wanted to be a part of something. That was it. Like this call that you're having, like, dude, I'd be jacked up to hop on this call right now. It'd be my team call. Right. Does that make sense? I'd be so excited, like, oh, dude, this is it, dude. We're gonna get on here. They're gonna read a leaderboard. Like, dude, where am I at on it? Does that make sense? Like, I want to be on it. You know what I mean? Like, and now, like, with the days of the graphics and all that, oh, I'd be so excited to be like, dude, all right, dude, how do I be, like, agent of the week? Like, I just wanted that stuff, dude. I wanted to be student of the week in school. I wanted to win the spelling bee. Like, I wanted to, like, just wanted to win. Does that make sense? And that's it. I didn't see dollar signs. I didn't see anything. I just saw this is a team that Sean's putting together. This is the standard that they have. It was apps. It was 10 apps a week. So you write 10 apps a week. You know what I mean? That was the standard. Big dogs wrote 10. So I was like, dude, I want to write 10. It wasn't 10,000. It wasn't none, none of that. I didn't have a dollar. I'll write 10 apps for like four grand, dude. You know what I mean? Like now I didn't sell no value. Don't do that. All right. <laughs> but you'll learn. <laughs> you'll learn. All right. You'll learn. You'll be like, dude, why don't those stay on the books? Be like, bro, they just cancel it. All right. But uh, before you even leave the driveway, they canceled it. All right. So, but I was, but I had a goal to hit 10 apps. And that was, that's really all, all it was. It was like, this is the team. This is the standard. I never wanted to just, I never wanted to just be like, if there was another team to be on, I wanted to be on that team. Like you're FFL elite. You know what I mean? Like this is, it's, it's a thing. You know what I mean? You didn't put FFL average. Right. Right. Somebody could have chose that though. You can choose that. Still available. Does anybody want that? (laughs) Nobody wants that. Right. Nobody wants FFL average. So it's like, Dude, I, if there was another step to be on, another team to be on, another group to be a part of, I wanted to do whatever it took to get there. Right. So I didn't have this dollar amount was like, oh, I'm going to make this much or I want to be an agency manager. I want to build a business like I wanted to just I want to start to hire folks purely because Marcus told me about it. And I was like, dude, if you told me about it and it's working for me, I'd be crazy if I didn't tell other people. And I see that you make money when they sell and I don't need them to make money. I don't need to make money for them. Cause I already, I was proving to myself that I could already make money. So I was like, Oh, this is crazy. So it's all profit. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, so if they go out there, it's like, cause I'm already going to go sell 20 plus thousand dollars. I know I'm, that's going to happen. All right. So I'm going to hire and it's purely just to help them. And if they start selling and it helps us both, that's awesome. You know? And then they had, um, different levels of like they had agency manager and they had the, the different trips and different stuff. I just wanted to be a part of that stuff. People were like laughing. Like I love America for giving 8%, but I liked some of that other stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I get the money. I lo- love it all, but I don't know. You'd be like, what got me? You're asking if I'm reflecting back, like the business different today, but I'm thinking like, what got me? What was I excited about? Dude, they told me I can go to Punta Cana. I'll pay expense tra- pay trip. Dude, I was excited about that. I mean, I, I just was, I didn't have the compass of knowledge to realize what a hundred plus percent compensation actually meant. What did renewals actually mean? 
You know what I mean? That wasn't me. That wasn't my, like, like you can't, like some folks come from that background to where they're like, oh, we don't have renewals. Oh, you guys have them. Oh, we don't have comp like that. Oh, you guys have them. So those are the things that they're looking to check off their box. That wasn't me. I was just like, team, sweet. Y'all got a culture? Sweet. Y'all compete? Sweet. You willing to teach me? Sweet. You good practice? Great. You know what I mean? Because I ain't got like, I'm not like my mom. I didn't have the money to go to like the good camps. You know what I mean? Like we went to the free ones. You know what I mean? They were like, oh, we got this free baseball camp. Like you go to that one. You ain't going to one we got to pay. So if it was free, free training, sweet. I'm in. You know what I mean? Like all that type of stuff made sense to me. I was like, oh, this is great. This is like, you know, you guys give me some free cleats too. Cause I don't, I don't have no cleats. <laughs> Yeah. So, 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 so initially you got into this, just, just wanted to be part of the team yeah. along the way, you know, you saw that you can make money and, you know, you've had a ton of success in your career here. Yeah. You know, you've personal production, building a team, all this other stuff. So at what point did it change from just wanting to be part of the team to actually be a part of the team to wanting to build a team? Yeah. You know what I mean? I wanted to be a part. I wanted to like, I wanted to build something too. Um, and when I saw that, I didn't what know. What was your motivation to build a team? Uh, first off, help. The, my initial folks, I had a lot of teammates and stuff that I was playing with back in the day that I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted to be doing it with people that I knew. Um, and then also I wanted to, Sean told me one day, um, well, early on, he asked me what my mom did. He goes, mom, he goes, I said, my mom owns a business. He goes, what's she do? She does hair. Sweet. How many salons does she have? I goes, she's got hers. One. She goes, Oh, okay. How many stylists does she have? I go, no, just her. He goes, dude, your mom's self-employed. Dude, this is 23 years of me thinking my mom's the biggest, baddest business owner ever. Because <laughs> that's what you that's what you see. It's what right. I know, right? right? And he goes, dude, your mom, she's self-employed. I'm going to teach you how to be a business owner. A business owner is you don't have to put in effort, immediate effort to get a result. All right? I sell insurance, Dom, and I'm teaching you to sell. If I teach you how to sell, Dom, 20, 30, 40 families a month, um, and I drop dead, you going to quit selling insurance? I was like, no, I'm not. Exactly. That's what we're building. I'm going to teach you how to do that. Because if your mom doesn't do hair, she can't pay this rent here at this place. If she gets sick and her clients need to get their hair done, you know what they're going to do? They're going to find somebody else to do their hair. But if she had other stylists and she got sick, you know, they could do their hair. She, she hasn't, you know, and I was like, oh, so that really sparked it early in me to go, I don't. I thought I want, I like, I wanted to be a business owner. I thought, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I was doing. And the vision that what I saw in front of me as a business owner was just a hardworking, self-employed person. Do you know what I mean? So it, it changed the perspective for me. So, I mean, did you find challenges up front? Cause I mean, a lot of people are, you know, they, 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 they say, Oh, I want to master the personal production side of it, or I want to learn a little bit more, yeah. then I'll build a team. But then, you know, building a team, I mean, you have to, you have to have a direction. You got to know what to do with it. So what, what were your challenges? Check this out. On? This is my analogy with this. All right. Um, start early. All right. I never waited. I had people in class when I was in class. Do you know what I mean? Like it was not, I never doubted. Like people fill out the form and they were already, the companies were already in business. Like people were already making money. I didn't ever think that I couldn't sell insurance. So that's, if you have a hard time convincing yourself, just sit in front of the mirror and talk to yourself a little bit. For real. Like talk to yourself about why don't you believe that you could do it? Like, I believe I can hit a baseball. I don't believe I'm going to get hit every time. <laughs> Difference, right? Like, you'd like, it's like, I don't believe I'm going to get hit every time, but I, I believe I can hit it. Yeah. Right? But we have folks who don't believe that they can actually sell. Because in their mind, they think, I should sell everyone. I'm like, no, that's not how you should sell. You shouldn't sell everyone. <laughs> All sure, right? Like, that's not how it goes, you know? But you should believe that you can do it. 
So I had those people in class right off the rip and I um, just didn't want to, your question was what happened to start building an agency, right? Like what, dude, I wanted to help the people out initially that I, that I knew, but I also, I just wanted to build something that was going to generate something massive. Do you know what I mean? Like in a massive relative to, to, to what I knew, you know? And I, I, I just knew that if, if it made sense to me, there was going to be other people it made sense to. And I like seeing people change their situations, being a little piece in them changing it. You know I mean? I've had people that were going through divorces that dude, they're not going through a divorce anymore. You know what I mean? I've had people that were about to lose their house. They ain't lost their house. They actually got a new one, you know? And it's just, when you see folks change in their situations, like that's almost, it's a pretty addictive, you know? Uh, but if you don't and you're relying on the same people, it gets monotonous, you know? So early on, I just wanted to, I wanted to just start it because I knew even if I wasn't good at it, I could hire people who were better. and if they sucked, who cares? And if they were great, great. They're on my team. You know, I'd rather them know now than later. You know, a year later, they go, wow, why didn't you tell me about that? There's nobody who could ever say they didn't tell me if you're close to me. They know. 100%. They know. And I need to get, they know, but I think I need to get better at approaching people as I'm like, you know, with the kids and, you know, got dad hangouts and stuff like that now that you got to be a part of. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I know that they need to make money. I know, like, why do I, I just sit here like, mm, just hang out. What do you do? Uh, insurance. Oh, yeah, sweet. Like, their wife works. My wife don't work. Like, I know this. It's all over the wall. Like, dude, they, they actually want to know what you do. Right. Does that make sense? So I need to be better at that type of recruiting today um, because I saw the relatability with my teammates and my family and stuff like that when I started. And now I need to see those parallels to where there are folks out there who are um, more market to me that know what I do, but don't know that they can do it as well. They don't know I'm hiring, you know, so, but a hire early, don't wait. Yeah. So, so what's another challenge you've encountered and how have you, how have you improved upon that? Uh, biggest building a, team, yeah. building a team challenge. Oh my, I'm still try, struggling right now. It's not, okay? it's not easy. Right? It, you're always like, struggling. Yeah. All right. Like, I, and I just think that cause it's always changing, yeah. you know? And so understand that you can't be everything to everybody. All right. And everybody isn't going to learn like you. Um, that was the hardest part for me was I didn't realize how people didn't sell a ton. I was like, how don't you sell a ton? Like, really? Like you wrote no apps this week. How did you, you said you worked and you wrote none. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that seems really hard to do. Um, but I'd blow them out and that's not right. You know what I mean? Some people have bad weeks. Some people they're, they're perceived work ethic is what they perceive. They don't know yet. They don't know that's not working. You know what I mean? And I didn't give people the time to figure stuff out. So I would lose people pretty fast based on me having an opinion on, you know, putting my expectations on them, you know? So that's something that early on was a problem for a while and I had to change it. Um, I lost some more market folks to, to that, you know, and, you know, we're still friends to this day, but in business, um, and it was, and it, and it's crazy because I didn't need the override, but I was so wanting to win. And just, if there was a number three agency 
dude, I wanted to be the number two agency. It had nothing to do with the money. It had all, everything to do with like, we were just losing to two other people. Right. You know what I mean? And it was like, yeah, I just wanted to win. You know, and I had to realize that like, dude, my desire to win doesn't need to turn people off. You know, and that's where I was for a while. You know, so on the building and that was the, that's a big piece. Well, you're, you're also one of the, uh, one of the best at the phones in this company. I've, I've always enjoyed all your trainings. You know, it's just, well, I appreciate that, dude. You know, there, there's a lot of great people out there too, but I mean, every time that you, you do the phone training, I'm like, I'm like, I can see why this guy books. So like, what's some, what's some tips to like some agents out there that, that have a difficult time either booking. And what would you also say to the, to the agents that, that, that say like, Oh, no one ever picks up. Yeah. Well, I like to say, well, I say, I appreciate you saying that, but I think it's hilarious. Cause I'm like, dude, we just call people who fill out a form. Like it ain't that deep and be clear. There's people who are very good at it. They just lack some confidence. And I think one thing that I have Albert that I can say is that I'm confident that I'm going to book appointments. So there's somebody who has a way better percentage of who they book than me show ratio. I mean, if I book 10 appointments, I'm probably going to sit down with like five or six of them and people go, damn, that's like, 40, 50% no shows. I know. But you remember you said I was good on the phone? No, I just don't care. Because I mean, I think my emotions are in check on the phone. Right. You know, and I think, I think you know what I mean? I think that, you know, and there's people who have scripts that are like, damn, dude, that really alleviates the no show. Or, you know, this right here is like, oh, that's how you overcome this. Or I don't have a lot of that. You know, I just focus so much on keep your emotions in check and talk to people. And just tell them you're coming over to the house, you know, so um, because with with volume, everything works, you know, um, I don't do the telesales, I don't book appointments, I did one call closes, I have been doing some of those. But the um, booking appointments to a telesale, I don't know how to do that, or why you would do that. I'm but booking appointments in person, all you need to do is figure out, let them know who you are, what you're calling about, and what time they get home. That's it. And they may ask you a ton of questions like, well, how much is it? Uh, I didn't fill it out. There's responses to that, but we always get back to what they filled out, what time they get off work or what time will they be home and that you're going to come over to the house. If you just stay on those three things, and no matter what they tell you, you're, you're going to have a better shot. Now you can't be emotional about it, meaning your tonality and your posture has to be bored and bothered. You know, not angry and frustrated, which is where a lot of us are <laughs> when we're dialing the phone. They say stuff like, I didn't fill it out or I didn't do that. We go, yeah, you did. Are you sure? Or we like have this moment of like, we feel sorry for ourselves, and I didn't fill it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, 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 we're like, yeah, I expected that. You know what I mean? Like, if you have that type of tone, you can be on either side of the spectrum. You know, um, I think you have to be right here. Pissed off, bothered pissed off and bothered is the tone you want to have so if, if so if, I, if i'm the client and i said mm -hmm. yeah i don't remember filling it out yeah i don't remember what i had for dinner last night either but you're over there at one two three main street right albert yes yes and you're five eight hundred and sixty five pounds is that right yep. all right cool that's what it says here my job is simple i just got to swing by over there and get this back to you and see if you qualify like if you respond like you see i'll just it was very like oh shit, like really like it's the tone it's the tone that gets people to go, oh, that was stupid what I said. Yeah, I know. 
I know. <laughs> but if my tone was, oh, I don't remember filling that that out. Oh, are are you sure it was the insurance thing online? You wanted the quote? Yeah. Oh no, definitely didn't do that. No, actually, I, oh, they yeah, said it was a free gift card thing. You opened it up. That's why they told you that. Because they don't say gift cards to me. They say it to you, though. Same leads. So I don't open it up. I don't leave it for that. I'm so assumptive that they did and what it is and that what they say doesn't matter. Already got it taken care of. Great. Makes my job so much easier. You're at 123 Main Street, right? Great. All right. Have that out. I'm going to bring this over so we can stop calling you. All this type of stuff. And then at least, I don't know if it, if you can compare apples to apples and it is cheaper or something like that. At least you know that you got the best thing out there. If it's not, whatever. But I don't get too much into price. You know, if they say they already have it, great. I don't go, who do you have it with? When did you get it? I don't care about any of that because I'm getting face-to-face. See, over the phone, you're doing telesales and stuff. You got to ask all those things. Loaded, loaded, I don't know. It's a lot. But face-to-face, I don't need to ask any of that. Nope, already have it. Great. Makes it so much easier. Have that out. They send it to you in the mail, right? Assumptive, assumptive, assumptive. And then next thing you know, you find out, Jorge, that no, they didn't send it to me in the mail. For real? They didn't send you a big packet in the mail? No, nah, actually, they called me and they just said, yeah, they, they showed me, they gave me a quote. Oh, so you don't got a policy? No. All right, cool. Tomorrow, three, now you really get the real answer because you're so assumptive of what should have happened versus acting like, Oh, so I think on the phone, assumptiveness and tonality is everything. Assume that they've done it before. Assume that they've already got a policy. I used to think that if they had a policy, that was bad. It sucked. I thought it was a fight every time. I was like, dude, this is great. People who have a policy, you know what that means? It means they already been paying on it. it means they have a bank account. It means it comes out of their bank account every single month. I'm excited about that. You know, the one that scare me is the ones that don't. I'm like, oh, shit, what's up with them? You know what I mean? Like, they're making bad decisions throughout their whole life. They may not have a bad de- They may have a bank account. I don't know. So I look a lot of the things I saw as negative things are positive things. The angry person on the phone who didn't want me to come over. I want that person. I like that person because that person, 100 percent of the time is the sweetest person. Once you get there, they're great. All right. It's the ones that are. Hey, yeah, come on over. Those are the ones you'd be scared of. All right. You show up and you're like, dude, they won't even let they porched me. They're like, yeah, dude, I don't, it's weird. They were so nice. Told you exactly what time to come over. Everything. Yeah. You picking daisies out in front of, in front of their yard. <laughs> You know what I mean? But the one that actually was a little difficult, dude, they're the ones because they know they're good buyers too. Right. A lot of the most difficult ones, they know they're buyers. They're like, dude, if anybody gets in front of me, I'm going to buy. Right. Let me just try something. Let me just say, don't come. I had a guy tell me that he wasn't going to be there. He went to the hospital, left me a voicemail. I showed up anyways. And um, at the end of the appointment, I go, because his wife didn't know he did this. I go, hey, um, dude, what happened to the doctor? You got back real fast. He goes, don't, don't, don't say nothing. I was like, I was like, so funny. I was like, dude, you're like, and they gave me a Bible on the way. I was so funny. I was like, dude, this is so crazy. Like you wanted this. If I would have listened to him, his wife would have been crazy upset because she didn't know he tried to cancel. You know, so you just never know who just believe that they wanted until they FaceTime you. Like I said earlier with the house burned down. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like then, then don't believe it. Like it's done. It's a wrap. But other than that, believe that they want it. And I think that you, you're going to put yourself in a great spot. I think that that's the most important part, just to like believe. Yes, I think that that's what a lot of people lack, like that belief. Yeah, and that self-talk. I was talking like somebody may have laughed or thought it was BS when I said, "Talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. Convince yourself." I see it in front of the mirror <laughs> with leads and go, "They filled it out. Why would Mary fill this out and not want it? Why would she put her height and weight on this and send it not and send it back? Why would they tell me they have DUIs if they don't want it? 
Why would they answer? You know what I mean? Why would they give me their beneficiary if they didn't? Who would do that? I would look at myself and say that to myself. And now I can close my eyes and just say it. and I can see myself. But when I started, I had to look at myself. Had to. What kind you know? of approach do you take for like, uh, said that you're doing a little bit more of the, tele, not, not the telesense. One call. One call close. Yeah. What is like your approach on that? Man, I, it's very straight up. Like I'm not trying to beat around the bush. Like I want to let, like, let them know that we're going to do an application today, you know, like, and I'm trying to look for the low hanging fruit. There's one, there's one, two, three month internet leads. Oh my God, they're gold. I just called you up. Hey, Jorge, giving you a call uh, about the quote for life insurance. Uh, you had, you sent us online uh, a while ago. I don't know if anybody called you. They probably did. Did you take care of that? Y yeah, I took care of it. Great. Great. Cool. Um, they did like what now I'm doing a one call close now. So now I'm like, all right, cool. How long ago? Cause now I'm, I'm already in my appointment. Now. I'm in the appointment. I'm in the appointment. Now. That makes sense. They're like, so they go, well, three, uh, two months ago. Oh, sweet. All right, cool. Um, did, did they just give you one price or you get a couple? Oh, just one. All right. Um, how about this, man? Bring that out. Let me know. I'll work with like 15 carriers. If you got 10 minutes, I can let you know if you got, if you're in the best you know, in, in, in the best thing right there. Okay, cool. Um, I've had some that I have to have an intention to do a one call or if I'm looking to book and they can't meet with me within the two days that I'm going to be out, then I'll do a one call. So if it's, I'm trying to book with you, nah, I just can't over the next two days, next week, give me a call back. All right. How about this, man? Like, let's just, you got 15 minutes right now. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's just knock it out. All right. I'll get you the information. Um, you can, you know, I'll make the, I'll even say, yeah, you can sit on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get you the information, you can sit on it, see if it's a good fit, whatever. Like just to get them to listen for another minute or two. Guard down. Does that make sense? I got to get the guard down that, oh, this is, and now as we're starting to ask some more questions, now it's like, okay, now we can get to the application. Yes. You know what I mean? But I can't, I'm not going to go take them from, I'm booking an appointment to you to, uh, now I'm going to close you. But if I don't ever have the intention of booking an appointment, my whole approach is one call close. My whole approach is, hey, I'm getting back to you about the quote you had on the internet. Um, my job is to get you the information due to COVID. They don't have us out there uh, meeting with you face to face. You got 10, 15 minutes right now. And then I get them going. And then as I start to see that we're actually going to go through the presentation, I check and see if they have an iPhone because I don't like to do the whole thing over the phone. All right. I say, hey, do you have an iPhone? Um, yes, I do. Cool. I'm going to call you on there. Immediately, I just FaceTime them. Nice. I'm like, cool. Yeah, it's all good. And that's typically like five to seven minutes into the call. If it's wow. not, and every time I get them on FaceTime, it's like my percentage of closing goes way up versus let me just wing it over the phone yeah. for a little bit. Does that make sense? But I don't want to be on FaceTime immediately because I need to fill them out a little bit. Where are we going with it? You know what I mean? But if I like, so I'll put them on FaceTime, I'll say something like, hey, it's kind of weird. And I'll give you a call. And you don't want to see me and I don't want to see you because of the COVID, but this is cool to see me that, you know, I'm not a crook and here's my office and just all good there. And they love it, you know, and then go from there. And now it's just now, now it's like, I'm in the home. Yep. Now it's like, I'm in the home. They're there. I have my iPad, my phone's here, my iPad's there. And let's just knock it out. Like we're there. Like I'm like, I'm like, I'm face to face with you. Um, I've only had a couple that I've done all the way over the phone. And that's purely because they didn't, I have, um, he was leaving. I was on the phone with him. He didn't know how to work FaceTime or nothing. Um, I actually had one person get WhatsApp because whether you have Android or not, you can use WhatsApp. So, 
and a lot of old people have WhatsApp. Yeah. yeah. That's like their go-to app. Okay. So they had, they know that. So use WhatsApp. So I like the one call close telesell model, but I do like the face-to-face -face. try to get face-to-face -face somehow. And I think with technology, why not at least try to have them see you, right. you know what I'm saying? And put a face to it. And you know. I think it's cool. Cause it's like, just based on what you're saying, you're, you're ready for whatever situation is presents itself. Yeah. You know, like if they're not, they're not going to be able to meet with you the next couple of days, you're just like, screw, let me just take on this. But you already, you have that mindset ready. When to I go. did it before though, dude, Yeah. this is new. I'm just in the, I'm messing around now because of all this stuff. I'm like, right. dude, like there's all these different leads. People are doing telesales and people are like, dude, asking me questions. I'm like, I don't know. I've never done it. <laughs> you know, I just, I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't have that option. I did, but I'd shut it down. I shut it down. I didn't have that. If you said that you couldn't meet with me within the next two, three days, sweet. Hopefully I called you back. I probably didn't. I probably just bought more leads. Does that make sense? Like if you no showed me, I probably didn't reschedule. I probably just bought more leads and met, met with new people. Now it's like, you know, show me, dude, I'll call you up. Dude. Hey, dude, you got 15 minutes now. I know we're all crazy all over the place. I can't make it back over to you. I didn't even have that quiver in my bag. Yeah. And I think now the telesales model is an add on. It should, well, for me, it, and I think for anybody who's on their track to like, I need to figure this thing out and I need cash flow, it needs to be an additional right. thing, not a, this is all I do. F, now if it's all you do and you're killing it and you're making money, keep doing it. But if you're not, okay, if you're not and you're not happy with your financials result, the risk of putting gas in your car and driving around and getting no-showed is better than what you're doing. And I, and I, and I wish somebody could quantify it and put it in an Excel sheet so people can actually believe it, but it's just, it's not worth it's not worth it. People give you so much more grace face to face. Yeah. All right. You know, when people I show up to their house and they go, Oh, I forgot you was coming over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how many one call closes you're going to get to like, you, you got to make a lot of calls to get those one call closes up. And it's a lot. My, it does. It, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of calls and a lot of contacts, you know, and I work better in the field, just bouncing around. You know what I mean? Like just how, that's how I like to do it. You know? And I just feel like I don't get as lazy. Right. I mean, lazy options for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have a lot of lazy options if I'm right. sitting in my office making telesales. Like, I just, you got to know yourself, though. Some people are like, no, that's me. I'm very militant about it. I kill it at home working. I'm like, dude, that keep doing it. But remember, it was the baseball guy who just wanted to be a part of a team, dude. Like, I wasn't trying <laughs> to just sit down by myself and make phone calls. That wasn't, wasn't me. You know, it still is, it still is not. There's just, which is, I think there's a lot of folks who aren't that way, right. but they see it as a easier way. You know what I mean? Like, it's a way that it won't hurt as bad if I fail. I'm like, oh, you know? Yeah, that's true. So. But it, it, it's encouraging that there's so many different ways that you can have success here yeah. in, in, in this industry. And, you know, and the, the transition into that, I mean, you've, you've recently got your integrity partnership, which I'm going to ask you a little bit more in just a second. But we actually got a chance to, to go visit the headquarters nice. a, a couple of weeks ago with Sean. And, right. you know, we got we got to go on, on his jet, which, which, at the, which the first few times it's like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. But after a while, it's kind of like, hey, we're just, where it's going. But the, the valuable part of it was the opportunity to sit there and just talk to him and, and watch him work the entire time, see how hard he works, you know, just, just to, to be able to have time. Cause typically he's running around and mm -hmm. you know, he's got, he's got a big company to run. So what, what were your thoughts on the, the whole experience? And you know what, you. like, I appreciate it sitting with Sean and really getting to know him. But one thing that like, you see these guys that are just, big and you know he's very aggressive person in a good way but just seeing him chill i was like damn this dude's human too i know right that that really resonated with me i'm like man i uh, 
I appreciate that because a lot of time, you know, you, you hear about these CEOs and these dudes that are killing in whatever industry they're in. And you think they're, they're like machines, dude. Like they don't stop. They don't sleep. They don't rest. They're just like going and going and going and seeing him work. He was there early. You know, he was like quick to do everything, but then just seeing him like, just chill for like 10 minutes. I was like, this dude's human. He could do it. I could do it. You know what I mean? Like, I really appreciate it. But um, hanging out with him, I, 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 again, you, you get to appreciate the, the, nice person he really is really caring person i mean he's he asked cool questions just like hey how's it going you have family let me see your kids like, Dude, this guy really cares he makes you feel welcome you know he, he uh phenomenal tipper yeah <laughs> and but uh integrity you know getting to see meet some of the people that are part of integrity already yep. again it's like they're, they're people they're just like us like ourselves you know they, they just work hard they did what they had to do and uh you know they're there now but um above all man it was just a really good experience so the jet was pretty cool it was my first time on a jet so right. that was awesome, yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. <laughs> so, so that's what that's what we're working we're working really hard now too and, and just just being very intentional about about it because you know we want the same opportunity uh to, to be able to be in your position so i mean how how has the uh getting the deal changed your life so far you know what man um it's 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 almost surreal, you know. Um, you work you work at something, and then you look up, and you don't really know the value of it. And like when somebody puts value on it, and you're like, "Whoa, like this is crazy!" Like, and I don't own any of it. You know what I mean, it's like we don't have a product. You know, I mean? we sell other people's products. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't own any agents. They're all 1099 contractors. It's the funniest thing ever. I look back and like, what is going on here? It's like the bizarro world. Like we're try to go on Shark Tank with this deal. <laughs> <laughs> They'd laugh at you, right? You'd be on like every top five funniest shark tanks would be you going like, what is this insurance thing? Invisible product you guys got? Um, but what it's done for me and my family, man, is, is given us, um, even before integrity, it changed our family like crazy. You know what I mean? Like making a million dollars. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that was like, insane and that was pre like pre-integrity like that wasn't like you know so for me there's some folks who were making money for a while i guess and like it was like all right cool this is icing on the cake or this is cool you know what i mean but like for me it was like dude this is already cool like life is already good <laughs> like this is already better than it's ever been and um so this was just something to my wife i tell you what do the benefits and things like that like you can't like we we're paying our health care was like i never think I, I never think i'd be excited about benefits right you know and like i was paying for health care we had kaiser and we didn't even have like the gold plan or platinum we had like bronze you know what i mean like with four kids or like with like four of us and then dude it ain't cheap dude you know what <laughs> i mean you're like dude i'm paying two grand a month and i don't even have the best stuff Woo! Bloody get crazy so little benefits do that i'm like dude like we have benefits now and like the um the relationships that you get to meet in other industries that are all under the same umbrella you know and just another it's a great team to be on you know and i think that short-term pain long-term gain i got from andrew taylor and i think that in order to get there you got to live like andrew taylor drove this jaguar like he was making money for a minute okay, okay. he used to drive this little jaguar like it's probably like a 2002 three jaguar one of the long ones 
Um, the little jag on the front was broken off. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, and I knew, like, we all knew he had money, right? But he just didn't, he didn't care. He wasn't trying to get a new Benz or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like, he could have. You know what I mean? And, like, it, it, so there's a lot of things. That like, and, like, Sean. Sean used to drive this Honda Accord. That I remember he hit a deer, um, and he never fixed it. I was like, dude, why don't you fix it? He was like, I ain't got time. I got to write apps. I got time to get that fixed. <laughs> You know what I mean? I was like, he's like, he's like, well, you just get a rental. He's like, I ain't no, I ain't got time to wait a rental and pay for a rental. Nope, nope. I was like, dude. But he's just like, didn't matter. You know what I mean? But now it's like, oh, we got, you know, things change now. But on the come up, things didn't change. And I think that on the come up to integrity, you got to live your life the same or tone it down a little bit if you were a little over the top before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have these outrageous bill, I'm like, what is going on? How do you? What do you do? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, dude. I just like, dude, you gotta change that. Because if your personal life is affecting your business life, like if if you if you're going extra stuff in personal life is not allowing you to buy leads or not allowing you, you buy, to like do like deal with staff and things like that, so then you're chilling, you're you're tripping. Like, yo, I got this about this new quad, but that same person says they can't afford staff. See, your priorities are jacked up. So you'll never get to integrity. If you put quads before staff, <laughs> does it make sense? Like, and there's, and there's so many examples of that, that people actually validate in their personal life expenses. Right. Right. That they don't, it's like, Oh no. So I never had that confused dude. You know, so on the way to integrity, like, and I still was selling 2020, I had some things going before I wasn't in the field, not by choice. Just yet you loan, you grow, you learn, you grow and you learn. All right. But 2020, I hit the field full time. And I said, I'm going to use this as a bank. This is just an ATM. I didn't change anything. I didn't change anything, dude. We didn't start spending more, nothing. I told my wife, everything's going to be the same. And I'm going to be going a lot. And she was pregnant. Right. I remember that. You know what I mean? I was like, you're pregnant. I'm going to be going a lot. We ain't going to do nothing. And all this money that I'm making, she goes, because I bet you initially, she's like, oh, you're going to be selling. We're going to have all this extra money. I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> no extra money. Okay. It's going all back into the business. But that year of taking literally every penny like I, this is what i paid myself i paid myself two thousand dollars a week net a week net what i paid myself all right and my wife i paid her she was on salary i put her just she didn't work for us but taxes you know what i mean like so <laughs> but i paid her 500 bucks net a week so between the two of us we had a net income of about 160 70 thousand dollars okay that's what we lived on. That's what we lived on. Grossed 1.2. And we, that's what we lived on. And you're like, oh, you, those other people may have grossed more. People have bigger businesses, but they also have bigger live personal lives than I did. So they didn't have the multiple of the net income there. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I, my, my, my thing to people is live your life the same as you're doing or tone it down. And put all your money back into your business and then let integrity pay for your lifestyle after. There's some things now that we're looking at, me and my wife, that we're just like, huh, for real? And we're like, is it for real? Like, this is crazy, <laughs> right? But it was things that we could have afforded before, but it would have hurt my business. So you chose delayed gratification. Does that make sense? Yeah. And just know that this delayed gratification is a for sure thing. Like, it's not like a 10-year 10, 10 plan. It's not like, oh my God, this could happen. No, dude, go hard for 12, 18 months, put it all in. And six to 12 months after that, I don't see why you wouldn't be closing on a deal. Just don't. Uh, 
I mean, it doesn't take, it's not this five-year deal. They're not, I've been in the business 10 years, but they didn't go, hey, past 10 years, what does it look like? They looked at 20, 2020, 21, there you go. Does that make sense? Wow. It's not about like wherever you've gotten to till today, it's all good. You can start now, just rev it up. Because I was in the business eight years before anything actually mattered to integrity. You know, they didn't even know, we didn't know they existed. We didn't know, like, but honestly, my first three, four years in the business, they didn't have anything to look at. I mean, it wasn't anything there. So if you're looking like, man, it's too, it's too late for me. No, it's not. No, it's not. You're right on time. So one last question before we yeah. wrap up. I, I'm, always, I'm always curious, you know, when, when people get their deals, what, what, was, what was a crazy purchase that you, you made afterwards? Nothing, dude. We haven't done nothing yet. Nothing, man. Anything, anything on the, on the it's horizon? crazy. Um, we, yeah, we're going to get a house. Oh. I, don't, I don't even own a house, dude. Um, I've been renting. So I rented. Shoot, I got my mom. Well, I got my mom a house. Like, well, like uh, years awesome. ago, probably like four or five years ago. Uh, but my house. Does that make sense? Yep. I wanted my house, um, our deal, my family's deal. That's what we're working on. Awesome. So, yeah, but nothing, like I said, dude, nothing. But even since then, nothing's changed, dude. We went to Mexico. But I could have went to Mexico and did that before. Like, nothing nothing <laughs> that was different. You know what I mean? Like, we had a little vacation. Probably was like six grand vacation, me and the family. Like, that wasn't integrity effect vacation. Right. Like, we ain't, ain't really popped yet. You know what I mean? Now we're going to let it work, though. And that's where the thing. You let this thing work, man. There's earnouts. You know what I mean? So this ain't it. Does that make sense? So it's like, there's earnouts that you can, that, that you, they want to keep, they keep you working. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, dude, I want that. Hell yeah. So those earnouts can turn into different things, but then you have money to invest. I didn't have money to invest before. You know what I mean, it was like, we had money. If my business account, uh, my personal account, when I closed had 3,500 bucks in it. And my business account, when I closed had 65 grand not dollars you know what i mean <laughs> you know and that that was and but, but like but that was going all in you know what i mean and that was me still like not doing nothing personal and my wife probably had like i don't know probably 1200 bucks in her account she's, she's not like you know what i mean like she's like you know like she'll spend it all and be like let me get some more does it make sense like that's kind of how she is like it's all good but that's like but we that's how we lived and that's how we still live but now we have money to invest and do things with that I don't really know what's going on. You know what I mean? I have guys who know guys who know the deal and they do it. And I just go, okay. Does it make sense? So like that's that's working there. But this is also new, man. It's also new. But it's more of like the opportunity we have. It's more like, you know, now looking at schools for my kids, we can kind of do what we want. Does that make sense? Like, so there's big things coming on the horizon that will give us more options. Nice. Well, you know. you, you've definitely earned it, and and this is this is all really great stuff. It's it's really inspiring. You know, I'm, oh, I'm, a, I'm incredibly ha happy for you when you got when you got the deal, and just just for happy sure, to see sure. many more deals for a lot of other people out there that, that go out there and continue to, yeah, to push for it. And sure. you know, we we all have the same opportunity. Just we just got to go out there and, and make it happen. So it's not gonna happen without our hard work. So, Dom, I appreciate you so much. Thank you, man. Jorge, Jorge, thank you for coming on nice and sharing. And for all, thank you for all you guys joining us. You know, just go out there. Let's let's continue to serve like Dom, and you know, let's go out there and and have some success. Let's go be elite, guys.